are listening to the Daily Roundup as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. I've got a show for you today, and this Nick and Blake thing just isn't going away. And there's only one person that's keeping this alive, and it's Nick Vile. Yes, others are commenting on it, but because it's he keeps commenting on it. So we are going to break it down in a moment. So don't forget that. We'll get to it uh, momentarily. Obviously, as you know, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products. When you think of Reality Steve, you think of vibrators. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex you're going to look forward to. Use the code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your order at dameproducts.com. Also, Organifi. Go to Organifi.com slash RealitySteve and use code RealitySteve for 20% off your next order. It's a superfood blend. It tastes amazing, makes it easier for anyone to choose their own health every day. And also, go download Trivia Star, the number one trivia game in the Apple or Google Store. So we got to get right to it. And again, I will point you to Dave Neal's YouTube channel. He breaks down a lot more of what Nick went over in his podcast yesterday. I'm going to focus on one main point and one smaller point. The main point is going to take up most of this podcast and then one smaller point. So, as we know, Blake and Nick have kind of been going at it. Blake called Nick a hypocrite. And that didn't go over well because Nick was in uh, Europe last week with Natalie which is even more amazing that he took the time on a trip in Europe with Natalie to talk about what Katie did. But another story for another day. Anyway, Blake calls Nick out for reading those text messages last week, sharing what Katie did, calls him a hypocrite. Of course, Nick was going to come back today or yes, excuse me, yesterday and say, well, I don't really see the difference or and I don't I don't I definitely think there's a difference between the two. But this is the point I want to focus on yesterday during his argument of Blake. And the reason he said he doesn't see it as the same thing, Nick said this on his podcast yesterday, quote, Blake demanded she put out a public statement, talking about Kalen, or else, and when that person, Kalen, didn't do what he asked or demanded, he posted it all over his social. That is unequivocally a 100% bold-faced lie. That never happened. And I'm not saying that just because I want to continue to pile on Nick and keep the story going or anything like that. And I, you know, you know, I'm not a fan of the guy and I'm not just doing this because I'm not a fan of him. I spent 10 minutes on, you know, last Thursday or Friday's daily roundup going after clickbait for all the misinformation that they peddled. So it has to do with what these people are saying. And we're, I'm just going after them. And so is, is Dave and, and probably others. Nick's keeping the story going by saying something that just flat out isn't true. If he was just offering his opinion, I'd be done with it. I'd basically just leave it at, eh, I don't agree with the guy. Seems like I never agree with him, but that's his take. Whatever. But that's not what's happening here. This is something he is stating that happened that didn't. And, and that's why there are those out there right now, including myself, who are calling people out for peddling false narratives within this franchise. Now, That's not true. What Nick said is not true for two reasons. Now I'm going to go into why it's not true. Number one, 
I was aware of the conversation that took place when this all went down. Hence the reason I've always backed Blake in this story. But if that's not good enough for you, here's point number two. You can actually see it with your own two eyes. I, I don't know. I guess Nick didn't think people would go fact check or something, he said. or And Kalen even said to him in his own interview with her, The Vile Files, YouTube, episode 58, fast forward to the 53 and 45 second mark. During that clip, you will hear Kalen tell Nick specifically that there was talk between her and Blake before he released those texts about doing an interview with Blake or doing a joint statement together about what had aired on the episode. So riddle me this. How can Kalen admit to basically almost joining together with Blake that night to release a statement together, which is true, by the way, this did happen, to now Nick saying yesterday, and I quote, Blake demanded she put out a public statement or else, and when Kalen didn't do what he asked or demanded, he posted it all over his social, end quote. He's lying. Blake never demanded that. Go look at the clip. It's in Nick's own podcast with Kalen. Episode 58 starts at the 53 minute and 45 second mark. You can listen to it for yourself. It's why the only thing Blake addressed in his Instagram story yesterday was that quote from Nick's podcast and left everything else alone. Now, look, I get, I know some of you may be saying, you know, Steve, let it go. But do you realize... Nick is the one doing everything here. Nick and his girlfriend took 20 minutes of their podcast last week to respond to a 47-second TikTok Live clip that Katie had. 20 minutes of their podcast while they were in Europe, by the way. So this bothered them so much, they couldn't wait till they got back to the States. They had to address it while they're in Europe. Seems a little petty, but whatever. Nick took more time on his podcast today to call out Blake for Blake calling him a hypocrite. And then Nick brings up this story that never even happened. And, and here's the, here's the irony about all of this. And maybe there are still some people out there. I know there's probably a few that think that Blake shouldn't have released the text messages, but, and it's very easy for Nick to say that he wouldn't because he wasn't in that situation, but you go back to August 6th, I believe, of 2019, when that episode aired, and Kalen Miller-Keys, who earlier in a Bachelor season, six months earlier in a Bachelor season, admitted on her one-on-one date to Colton Underwood that she was sexually assaulted in college, is now down in paradise. And the wording and the editing that we see is a sexual assault victim telling the audience She's being silenced by Blake. Now, maybe there was some ambiguity in terms of what she meant by silenced, which is something she goes over in that podcast with Nick, Vile Files, episode 58. Go check it out. But what Blake was defending himself against was what was being aired in America and what America was seeing. And America was seeing a sexual assault victim saying the word silenced to a guy that she had sex with. It's very easy. It's very easy if you're anyone other than Blake Horseman in that situation to say, I wouldn't have released those texts. That's personal. 
literally the texts were his only response. It was his only way out. Because if he does nothing, or if he just even goes online and says, guys, I never said that. I never did that to her. Who are people going to believe in that situation? We all know how it is nowadays. You have to provide receipts of stuff or else people are going to keep to their own narrative of, well, I'm going to believe Kalen over Blake. And most people did at that time because Blake was getting a horrible edit of being an F-boy. All he had was his receipts. What's he supposed to do? If he verbally comes out or even puts out a statement on his Instagram and says, I'm sorry, but that's not how it went down. I don't, that's not what happened. He would have been crucified by you. You wouldn't have believed him. His receipts, those text message conversation directly opposed what was being shown to the audience. So that's why I never had any problem with him releasing them. So it's just, I'm telling you, if Nick Vile, a guy that made it to the final two on back-to-back seasons of The Bachelorette and got dumped at the end, and it has eaten him inside. Okay, opinion here. Throwing in my opinion. It will bother Nick until the day he dies that he's the guy that got dumped at final two on back-to-back seasons of The Bachelorette. It's an ego. It's an ego shot. We know Nick has an ego, and my opinion is that will always bother him. But anyway, in this situation, if the same exact thing happened to Nick Vile down on the beach and a sexual assault victim threw out the word silenced after a sexual encounter between them, very easy for Nick to sit in his chair with his Chuck Taylors and no socks and his, you know, air purifier going off in the background to say he wouldn't have done it. Great. If you were in that situation, again, opinion. My opinion is Nick would have done it. If his back was up against the wall like Blake's was in that situation, I absolutely think Nick would have defended himself by releasing texts. It's my opinion. And I don't think it's that far off. Because I think any guy in that situation would have done it. I'm not just saying Nick's the only other person outside of Blake. Shit, I would have done it. If I was in that situation and someone accused me of that in that time, let's also not forget this was 2019. This was at the almost the height of the Me Too movement. And unfortunately, a sexual assault victim was accusing Blake and saying the word silenced. <sighs> Him saying, oh, no, I didn't. You think, how do you think that would have flown with the audience? Really, Blake? Thanks a lot. How do we know? That's how they would have reacted. It's just... <laughs> it's just... It's comical. The other thing, and, that, and that's, that's the biggest thing. The quote that Nick gave yesterday, that saying that Blake demanded she do this or else he was going to post, never, ever, ever happened. It's a flat-out lie. The other thing I want to talk about is one other thing that he mentioned was Blake has never owned up to being an F-boy. I, again, do some research. Go on the internet. Google Blake Horseman apology. This is literally what he wrote in a story that I believe is still on his Instagram feed. I take full responsibility for my actions at Stagecoach and will forever regret the decision I made that weekend. The women involved did not deserve that. I realize now that I hurt these women and I deeply regret that. I have a lot of self-reflection since and I've learned from my mistakes. Yet Nick on his podcast is saying yesterday, Blake has never owned being a fuckboy. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just, 
I know what Nick is doing. Nick is so far deep into his hatred for Blake that he can't possibly come back now and be like, you know what? You know, Blake has owned this. He, he can't. Because he, it looks that makes him weak and he's changed his take. And Nick's never going to do that. Nick's, he's never going to admit any wrongdoing. I mean, just look at the response to this whole story, really. Has anybody sided with Nick outside of him and his two producers? Hell, has any producer ever stood up to Nick? Oh, wait. One did. And they're no longer his producer. That's interesting. But, I mean, just look at the response in the comment section of Clickbait's podcast, in the comment section of what Nick posted yesterday. Hell, Blake and his new girl, uh, Giannina, were on Caitlin's podcast yesterday, and Caitlin sided with Blake. And she has a history with Nick. Uh-oh. Now another person disagrees with Nick. Is now Nick going to respond to Caitlin taking Blake's side yesterday? I wouldn't put it past him. What? He's getting owned in this situation. I'm sorry, he is. He's really getting owned in this. And he's losing the battle every time he opens his mouth about this situation. But yet he goes on his podcast and feels like he's gotten everything right and he hasn't misquoted anything or given out any misinformation. It is mind-boggling. But I guess that's what you do when you're... Forget it. All right. Moving on. So someone sent me this. I haven't had a chance to research it to see if it's true, but I'm guessing... It is because this person seemed to be a big brother, big fan. And tonight we're going to get the veto competition. But tomorrow night apparently is not going to be eviction night. That was supposed to be moved to Friday, but then Friday has also got canceled. So we're getting a two-hour Sunday night episode. So we're going to get veto tonight and then Sunday night um, a lot of stuff. Let me see if I still have that email or if I deleted it. Uh, crap. Might have deleted it. Um, oh no. It says, so it looks like Sunday night is going to be include instead of Thursday night eviction that was moved to Friday, which has now been moved to Sunday. I guess it's going to be eviction, HOH comp and have nots and nominations. So, wow. That's going to be a big Sunday episode. So tomorrow is just going to be the veto competition, which the results are already out there if you've been following along on Twitter. I, thank God, haven't come across it as I'm recording this. I still haven't come across it yet, so I don't know who won veto and if they used the power of veto. But hopefully, hopefully, I don't run into that answer uh, sometime in the next, uh, I don't know, I guess about a little about 20, 21 hours. Crazy. Here's something I saw, and this has nothing to do. Moving on to the next topic. Here's something I saw on Twitter yesterday. Just a random tweet that I came across that I thought was interesting and so true. And this isn't... Let me read the tweet first. The tweet says, The Voice is going on their 22nd season, and I couldn't name a single winner if my life depended on it. So true. Now look, I'm not saying if you if you haven't watched The Voice, would you know who one of the winners is? 
Probably not. And I'm a guy that has not watched The Voice. I've I've watched I've never watched a finale. I've definitely watched auditions with the judges turning their chairs and stuff like that. I've always found that to be okay. And it just interested to see who's singing and whatnot. But if you've never watched The Voice, would you know who one of the winners is? Probably not. However, so you're like, Steve, what's the point? Well, I think if you've never watched American Idol, you probably know who Kelly Clarkson or Jennifer Hudson or Carrie Underwood is. Now, Jennifer Hudson obviously didn't win, but you know names from Idol, even if you've never watched the show from beginning to end, I think. I could be wrong on that. I've watched every Idol season, so I know who the winners are. But it was just interesting reading that tweet because it made me think. I'm like, yeah. I I follow pop culture. I've watched some episodes of The Voice. But I could not tell you one winner. Hell, when I read that tweet, I didn't know there had been 22 seasons of The Voice. Are you kidding me? There's been 22 seasons of that show? Oh, my gosh. Couldn't name one winner. I think the average person, if you have any semblance of pop culture that you follow on any sort of regular basis, I would think an average fan could name Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood. I think. But I, I you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that one. But when I saw that tweet, that really got me thinking. and Because I just thought it was so true. Yeah, I couldn't name a winner in the 22 seasons of that show. I had no idea. None whatsoever. Finally, wrapping it up with baseball. As I'm recording this, they're in the eighth inning of the All-Star game. Excuse me, ninth inning. 3-2, top of the ninth. American League is leading. National League got two runs in the first inning off Shane McClanahan. The American League got three runs on two home runs in the, I believe, the top of the fourth, and there's been no other scoring the rest of the game. Like I said, it's the best of the three sports in terms of the actual game because it's not lollygagged and people actually try. I keep using the word lollygagged. That was my high school coach used that a lot, and I just it's always been in my head. But basically, you can't compare the NFL Pro Bowl and the NBA All-Star Game to the baseball all-star game. All you have to do is watch last night. The pitchers are trying to throw the ball through the backstop every pitch because you only know you get one inning, so you're going to go 100%. There's no 100% going on in the NBA all-star game or the NFL Pro Bowl. All-star game, maybe the last six minutes, but even then, it's not like they're playing, you know, switching defense and calling out names and, you get this guy, it's just, it's still kind of a scrimmage. So while the baseball all-star game is the best game itself, it's still, it doesn't mean anything. They're just like, okay, yeah, it's kind of cool watching Clayton Kershaw pitch the top of the first inning at home and go up against Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, and who batted third? Whoever it was. Was it Stanton? That was cool to see, right? But overall... Even if there's a walk-off home run in this game, it'd be like, great, there was a walk-off home run in the All-Star game. And it's an exhibition. I mean, can you can you really get excited or pumped up for any sort of exhibition sport? And the answer is no. And I didn't last night. 
Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate this uh, daily roundup. I know that, like I said, you might be tired of the Nick and slash Blake slash Katie stuff, but you have to understand if Nick's going to keep responding, myself, Game of Roses, Dave Neal, we're commentators on Bachelor Nation. This is a big topic. So if he's going to keep commenting on it, we're going to keep commenting on his comments. So the person that can shut this down is Nick, and he probably should since he's taking a beating on his arguments, even though he probably doesn't see it and he thinks his arguments are top-notch and he's done all the research in the world. He clearly hasn't. Might want to go back and watch and listen to his own podcast. Episode 58, Vile Files, Kalen Miller-Keys, starts at the 53-minute, 45-second mark. Absolutely 100% disputes what he said on his podcast yesterday. So, have at it. But I'm sure this isn't over. And um, I'll try not to spend as much time on it if Nick continues to respond, but... I mean, I laid it all out there for you. It's Again, this isn't me just commenting on Nick's opinion. Nick is spewing out things that are factually incorrect, and that's what we're here to do, and I'm here to do. Whether it's Nick, whether it's clickbait, whether it's talking it out, whether it's Bachelor Happy Hour, we're going to call stuff out that is factually not true and false narratives and misinformation because that's how people get labeled, things that maybe they aren't. And that's how things get out of hand with toxic bachelor nation going after contestants when they shouldn't be. So we're just going to correct it. And that's what we did today. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you tomorrow. See you.